That's Retro Fandango. That's Retro Fandango. When it's Android over iPhone, and you can keep your stupid amiibo, and always bashing on Nintendo. But that's Retro Fandango. That's Retro Fandango. Thanks, Retro Fandango. Well. This mic is way more sensitive than my other one. Hello, testing, testing. Okay, that seems to be good. Why do you change your mic so often? Um, I just like this one. I was uh, <laughs> okay. So when we had Sarah in here to do uh, the <clears throat> Police Academy episode, this microphone is a little too omnidirectional, meaning it'll pick up mm-hmm. too much stuff, ambient noise in the room. So right. we couldn't be sitting in the same room talking with when using this mic. So that's okay. when I switched over to my more directional mic, and just out of pure laziness, I haven't switched back. That was like two years ago? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so when you bailed on me yesterday to record uh, Film Dango... Bailed? I decided... Bailed. That's that's a harsh term. I, I, was, I was in a bad place yesterday. ...to record... Um, we'll get to your bad place. I, I decided to record a uh, YouTube video... And again, I was lazy and I didn't want to take the microphone off the other stand and put it on this stand. So I just grabbed this microphone. And when I recorded the video and I listened back to it, I'm like, wow, that microphone sounds really good. I want to use that microphone more often. So that motivated me to change it. So what you mean to say is thank you for allowing you the time to make your YouTube video and to fiddle with your mic. Thank you for bailing on me yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and allowing me to uh, fiddle with myself. It was very nice. Yeah. Give me there the you time. Go. All right. Why? What happened yesterday? What's wrong with you? Oh, I don't need to uh, get into all that. Oh, but... is it really serious? Is it... Uh, yeah, yeah. You know. Mm. You know. No, nothing major. Everything's okay over here. Just I've had these bouts before. No, no. Yeah. All right. I'm in a, I'm feeling better now. Are you? Okay. No, well, was it um, John Aston in Night Court? I'm feeling much better now. <laughs> That's right, buddy. Yeah. Oh, that was a good role. Yeah. Hey, I totally forgot. I didn't realize that. Um, what's his face died a while back. Um, Harry Anderson. Harry Anderson. Yeah. yeah. I thought we talked yeah, about that. Maybe ago. we didn't. Did we? I can't remember. Was it uh, last year? No, it was just... Earlier f- this year? Yeah, it was just a few months ago. Yeah. It's like in the back of my head that he died. But he, he wasn't that old. He, no. Was it some kind of cancer or something? I'm not sure. I don't remember. So, some medical... He, he couldn't have died natural age. Got to be something. <clears throat> now I nah, don't up. do it. Don't hey. do it. What's the point? Harry Anderson... Let's see. So is he, a better question, is he the third Night Court actor to die? Because those original two, the two uh, yeah. bailiffs, they died, right? Yeah. Well, and John Aston has passed away, even though he wasn't a regular. Well, yeah, he wasn't a reoccurring. Okay. Harry Anderson's cause of death revealed. According to death certificate, Anderson suffered from... I'm going to say a stroke. A stroke. Yeah. I can't I can't pronounce these words. <laughs> Cardioembolic 
cerebrovascular well, oh cerebral accident uh, so in terms in simpler terms a stroke he died shortly afterwards at the age of 65 65 he is up there a little bit yeah, that's still early the certificate also lists two contributing factors to the that led to his death influenza and heart disease mm-hmm. uh, 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 gotta uh. bring down that cholesterol can't mm. be eating that crap. How's your cholesterol? Um, well, I went to the doctor this week to get my prescription refilled, but mm-hmm. um, he didn't take any blood pressure or anything like that. He said uh, to let this uh, three months go with uh, and stay on the medication, and then we'll do the blood test and blood pressure and all that um, in three months. So September, October-ish, I should know how well I'm doing. Hmm. Are well, you dropping that weight too? I remember a tweet a while back. Yep. Um, Sub two hundred. Yeah, I'm. I'm fairly close to one ninety now. Hmm. Fairly close. I have no idea how much I weigh. But I'm going to my to my mom's next weekend, so fingers crossed uh, that I can hold it together. Mom's cooking, huh? Yeah. Oh yeah, my mom is like, oh yeah, no, no problem. We'll support you. No problem. And then she'll like, okay, so can you eat? And it'll be like the, you know, the fattiest. <laughs> like I'm gonna, I'm gonna make some, you know, uh, you know, you know, bacon. trays of lasagna. Just tra- yeah, yeah. And bacon and all that. you can have bacon, can't you? Bacon's okay. I'm like, mom, what on what planet is bacon low in cholesterol? You know that the cholesterol. You gotta, you gotta go back to when Atkins was a thing. <sighs> she just doesn't uh... pile up on protein. Yeah. Oh wow. Well. You know, you tell you tell like Sarah can't eat beef, right? Oh, but you can have mm-hmm. beef in pasta sauce. That's right. It's just a little bit of beef. It's, <laughs> no, she can't have any beef. My mom just forgets. My sister, my oldest sister, she's got severe uh, allergies to um, fruit with skin on it, like apples and stuff. She'll just blow up, and she has to you know jab herself one of those like EpiPen things. So. Uh, my mom totally glossed over this and forgot about it one year. And she made, um, uh, I think it was stuffing in for for Thanksgiving. Oh, and with she apples? put like apples. Uh. Yeah, chopped up apples in it. And so I think my, my sister was just smelling it and she started getting itchy. She's like, What's in this? She's about to eat it. She's like, uh. Oh, it's out of this, uh, onions, uh, apples. Like, oh, yeah, thanks, mom. <laughs> That's a weird, just fruit with skin on it. What fruit doesn't have skin on it? I guess berries. Um, well, and... it's I guess the kind of fruit that normally you would eat the skin, you know, like a banana or something. You normally peel okay. that off. Yeah. So something that would have regularly edible skin. Um, so would an orange but be it's okay? Weird because because we didn't have we didn't have any allergies as kids. It was just when she was an adult that just suddenly happened. And it's weird. I don't know. Yeah, like oranges, anything that you would. Um, like normally peel like hmm. a husk of of corn or you know the rind of a watermelon yeah anything like that it's strawberries apples pears stuff like that huh that is weird sarah's got no. something uh with melons they give her um canker sores really yeah it's weird and she like any uh, kind of a melon yeah uh e- even watermelon. watermelon watermelon's the same thing and it's you. You will be amazed how many fruit plates and fruit salads and anything with fruit. It, it's there's melon all over. It's always That's cantaloupe. A staple, and, yeah. yeah, 
honeydew. Buy all yourself those one big melon, you can make a uh, you know fruit salad for the entire restaurant. Yeah, it sucks because every time you think, oh, we'll just have some fruit. No, she can't have it. Uh, and I love fruit. I eat it every day. It's like that's my favorite. I do occasionally get some heartburn or just some general tingliness from bananas. Really? Yeah. Nothing too severe, but occasionally hits me. Hmm. Weird. That is weird. And oh. totally uninteresting. What do we got on our agenda? Uh, ah, I, I find it very interesting. I've never heard of that before. Fruit allergy skin. Fruit skin. Yeah, I don't know. If that's the official name. So, like, no peaches, I guess. Peaches would be out. Guess not. I think she just avoids anything, you know, to be safe. Just mm. Stay away from it. That would kill me. Because I, I love fruit. I Like, that's one of the healthy foods that I like. So, I try to eat a lot of it. Mm. You always eat the fruit or you, uh, you make some smoothies? No. No, up? no smoothies. No, uh, no juice. Nothing that, raw. nothing that will break down the, the fiber. Because there's a lot of sugar in fruit right and it's the fiber that keeps that sugar in check keeps it in balance mm-hmm. so you know smoothies aren't bad but still you you still break down the fiber a little bit you know because you're chopping I just off for variety if you're eating it every day just eat different fruit you know just yeah. get something different there's tons of it out there so oh, well tell us what, what what's your fruit selection today uh well today while well, we're running short on fruit because we're going to be going to my mom soon, right? So you're in that period where you're you right. trying to finish up everything in, in the uh, fridge. Right. You don't want it to spoil right. while you're away. But uh, normally, um, you know, I grab, if I'm at the grocery store, I'll grab three mangoes. I have like three mangoes throughout the week, you know, a uh, bunch of bananas, uh, apples, mm. oranges, uh, grapes if they look good. Get the berries for the cereal, the blueberries, the strawberries, raspberries, blackberries, you know, whatever's on sale or whatever looks good. I try to get a melon for myself, a cantaloupe, uh, or sometimes a honeydew, but the honeydew are usually more expensive. So I'll get a cantaloupe Mm -hmm. and eat that, you know, just I cut it up and then I put it in a container in the fridge and I just grab some whenever uh, throughout the week. Um, I'll get um, pineapple. Um... And then just whatever else. I love like nectarines and peaches, but those haven't been really in season yet. That's more of a later in the year kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, plums. I love plums too. But uh, so what are you wasting all this time with a veggie garden when you should be putting in some fruit trees and yeah. stuff in your yard? <laughs> they don't. Well, I guess they do. They. You know what? I I grew up in northern Ontario, and fruit trees don't really grow well there. So I never even yeah. thought of it. Well, yeah. I I guess it's. Pretty harsh with your winters, huh? But down here in southern Ontario, they grow really well. So I just, I never thought to, I know, like, my buddy of mine had a pear tree. But I'm not big on pears. They're not my favorite. Um, but I probably could grow. Um, you got to slice them thin. Get, get a nice, like, thin slice of pear. That's fun. Yeah. Uh, you get, you end up with a lot of pears, though. A ton of them. You're trying to give them away. But I, I suppose I could. Uh, you're going to be, you're going to be the obnoxious guy at Halloween. All the kids coming around for chocolate, and you're giving out raisins and slices of pears. <laughs> uh, but I need more uh, kids. It's fun. It's healthy. Gotta eat your fruit. Uh, but I need to eat more vegetables. Vegetables is important, and they're much better when they're fresh. So that's why I do the the veggie garden, which isn't turning out 
very well this year. I'm very. What happened? I thought you did your your boxes. I did, and I think it's because I planted from seed, and I just don't know what I'm doing, and stuff isn't coming up. I got the the lettuce is coming up, nice. Uh, I'm getting. I got like two small tomato plants that really don't seem to be advancing. They seem to be stuck, stunted or something. Got a couple of pea plants coming in, and that's about it. Um, the rest is there's nothing there. I planted, you know, about eight. Um, well, like a, a, you know, a couple of dozen of uh, cucumber uh, plants, but nothing's coming up. Um, I was hoping to get like maybe eight of them out of that, but nothing. Um, well, you're talking to them, aren't you? You got to talk to your your plants to make them grow. No, I haven't been talking to them. No. Get out there, break out the guitar. <laughs> We're just threatening them, you know. Oh, you stupid kid! Wake up, come on. There's some things. There's a few things, but I don't know. I don't know what's wrong. I'm not getting much out of them, so mm. I don't know. Uh, this this year's garden might not be too successful. Way to let us down. You build it up like that, taunt your garden. I, I'm at the mercy. Break out the wood. I'm at the mercy of these plants. I might, um, if it doesn't like, if after about, it, I'll give it another month, and if I still don't get anything, maybe I'll go and grab some plants from. Canadian Tire or something like that. Like you can get like the the plants that are already grown, and mm-hmm. uh, maybe I'll plant some of those just to save face a little bit. But yeah, <laughs> if you're gonna do that, just go to the supermarket and buy the vegetables. <laughs> well, throw them in the dirt. I mean, you can buy a plant for around three bucks, and you'll get a lot of cucumbers out of out of them yeah. for three bucks. So still, you know, I think yeah, it's still it's, worth it. Start at the poser level. Yeah. Well, that's what I did. La- that's all easy. I did. That's all I did last year. I just uh, grabbed plants that were already grown. The only thing I planted from seed last year were, were carrots. The rest was already done. So. And you got those like little stumpy. Yeah, they carrots with two legs. And they all did that. not come in well at all. They were awful. But I think because the soil was too compact. But there are some uh, carrots that are popping up, but not not a lot, especially for the amount that I planted. Make anyway. sure you spread your manure. I did do that. I mixed in. Uh, I bought uh, three. Each each one has three or four bags of manure in them, sheep manure, and I mixed it all in. So, I don't know. Three or four. How big is a bag? You're not overdoing it on the manure, are you? I don't think so. It's um. I can't remember how much is in a bag. Uh, I don't can, know. Gret- can vegetables grow if it's like ninety percent? feces in there yeah yeah <laughs> no it's i don't think it's at 90 percent, but it's a good chunk a good chunk in there maybe yeah. that's the problem maybe i put too much manure in i don't know hmm. I, like i said i don't know what i'm doing every every <laughs> year is going to be let's let's see but that's what was recommended to me was to, to use uh, sheep manure um from people who you know are have successful gardens <laughs> That's, that's your new video series, The Clueless Farmer. That's, that's Stand totally it. your straw hat, your pitchfork. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm doing. I have no idea what I'm doing. No, I don't. I wish I wish my grandfather was still around because he, he did gardening every year, and he would get like these massive – I don't know. I was a little kid, so – but everything seemed massive when I was a kid, you know, these all these pea yeah. plants and everything and tomatoes. He was just an expert at growing tomatoes. Or he just went to the store and bought the plants and invited you over. <laughs> hey, look what I did! It's no, he stuff. was he was a cheapskate. There's no way that he would do that. He would uh, he would definitely plant from from seed, and and he would like you know 
uh, get his own seeds, right, from the from mm-hmm. the plants that he planted the year previous. Now, he knew what he was doing, unlike me. Well, you're going from the video game route. Everything you learn by playing Harvest Moon, right? Yeah. You just dig a little patch, yep. throw a seed in there, throw, throw some, some water, water on it. Actually, I'm put, I was, forward three days, I was, there you go. You I was playing plant. some Stardew Valley the other day. Uh, just because I was in the mood to actually be successful at growing something. <laughs> and uh, I planted a bunch of potatoes, and I harvested them, and I went and I got a bunch of money. So I went to the store. I got some uh, more potato seeds, which are just potatoes, really, and uh, went in and I planted them. I watered them. I fertilized them I, you know, and left them there overnight. Woke up the next day, and they were all dying. So I went to the Stardew Valley uh, Wikipedia. Like, why are my, why is everything dying? And there's no answer. Nobody knows. So I don't know. <laughs> You're just that bad. You, it even yeah. falls into video games. I can't even grow digital potatoes. <laughs> Simulated potatoes. Ah, not good. Hey, is that Stardew Valley a Steam game? It is, and I believe it's on sale. I think I saw it for eight dollars. Canadian. Oh, I ain't going to pick it up, but I was just yeah. segueing. Oh. Well, hey, don't we want to talk about uh, episode 86? Because you, you, we actually got a question for you. Sure. Before we move on. Let's do that. Yeah, uh, I got to bring it up. Hang on. Okay. Well, um, you start. Go ahead. Uh, Derek uh, was uh, mentioning that uh, that CBC series, The Artist. Um, he just gave a couple of links there in the... Uh, in the form over at www.cartridgeclub.org go to the Retro Fandango mm-hmm. section and he put up a couple of links to uh, that series and he's uh, considering burning them to uh, DVD for uh, and bringing them to, to Chicago because apparently you can't access these videos in the States. They're only in Canada. Hmm. Only in the Canada. Yeah. Uh. Kind of weird. Come on, CBC. But it's a YouTube video. No, um... Oh, yeah, Doom Generation. A CBC original. I got it right here. Huh. I'm watching it. Huh. What's up with that? Yeah, it's right on YouTube. Hey. I don't yeah. know. I um, the, I watched it right on the CBC website, so. I just closed the wrong thing. Hmm. I don't know. Um, so then Musty Hobbit, he, uh, posted a little thing on that Star Control game that uh, I was talking about, uh, last week. Apparently it's a hidden gem on the Sega Genesis. Oh boy. According to, um, what's his face? Metal Jesus Rocks. But, uh, he was, uh, talking about the, uh, Chicago, uh, festivities and I was, I was voicing my concern about us not really having anything to do while we were there and it looks like we're just going to wing it. Looks like we're going to be there and we're just going to wing it and just... People are going to do whatever they want to do, which, I'm, okay, I'm cool with that. I just, I'm the only thing I'm worried of is because I know when I get together with my friends, this happens every time. We'll get together, hey, we're all together. All right, what are we going to do now? And then we just all just stand there, and you know, we don't actually do anything. Well, then you need to take some initiative and not be that guy. Why does it always have you, to be you me? Have, I want to. I want to follow because you're the one complaining about it. I want to follow. Else is just saying, hey, we're gonna we're gonna go. We're gonna no, have no, a great no. time. I want someone else to make the decision so then I can follow them and then complain about how I don't uh, like the decision they made. That's what see, I want to do. See, I, I thought we were done with this. Is sheep manure right here? You you <laughs> no. are. 
This the is definition of sheep manure. I want to have just, a good time, and my way of having a good time is complaining, and that's you are going to be do. there with your wife. You want to see her? You do you want her to see you wussing out like that? Well, I guess she sees that all the time. <laughs> I just, but, well, I mean, she you was with have some kind of plan in your head. It was like, hey, we're here. You know what? There, there's so and so. I've been waiting to see so and so. Let me go up start a conversation, suggest something that this person would enjoy. Let's go do that. Oh, we'll make suggestions, but then there will be like, oh, something. You no, know, no, oh, no, I, can... I take that back. No suggestions. You take command. Just you do? You represent Fandango. Uh, you get in there and you just take control. I don't want to do. I don't want to be a doer. You are a doer. Uh, I don't like it. Or do, no, don't listen to Yoda because then you're going to take the other option. <laughs> Yeah, no, Sarah's totally used to uh, seeing me wimp out. She was with me when I bought my uh, I'll buy that for a dollar t-shirt. And encouraging me, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> encouraging me the whole time. Uh, All right, we've got, actually got a question in here for you. For This is from Duke. Of course, he compliments uh, Retro Fandango, which is very nice. Thank you, Duke. Uh, but he has a question for Richard. He says, Can I just say I'm, I'm really bummed out now? That you're like, not going? I know there's a lot of people going to this cartridge club Chicago thing. Mm-hmm. Duke's gone. Yep. Duke and uh, and Mother Brain. The white. Yep. Yep. That's just turning the knife all the more. Still got time. It's a month away. Ah, impossible. Impossible. Just get on a plane. Okay, yes. All right. Anyways, um, he yeah. wants to know... Uh, do do you, Richard, speak fluent Japanese, or do a lot of Japanese speak American? I'm just American. curious. American, no English not English. There. They speak American. American. Hey. Y'all speak American? I'm just curious as to no. I'm just curious as to how you interact typically with your students and others you speak with daily. Um, I usually yell at my students. <laughs> I can imagine you yelling and whip. finger pointing. And um, a couple of expletives slip out once in a while too. Oh, I doubt that. I know you don't cuss. Let me let me dispel the whole rumor that uh, you know Japanese are you know always on their toes. Like let me do this the best way. Always super polite and you know gung ho. Let let's study. Everybody's getting straight A's. No. Are you telling no. me that the Japanese are people like everybody else? And goof and oh. slack off like everyone else? Is that what you're telling me? Oh, my me? goodness. Uh, no one would believe you. No one would believe <laughs> you. I still go back like, to I that. Could do, I could do a Mythbusters episode on this. That, um, oh, what, was it, what was his name? Bobby? Was it Bobby? Something on... Um, oh, uh, Bobby Lee. Yeah, yeah on uh, Mad Asian. TV. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Or like <laughs> everyone would just go up to him with all these math questions and that, and he would just like blurt out an answer, and they'd say, "Oh, okay, that's the right answer," but he had no idea what they were doing. <laughs> I don't know, four. But yeah, four. Thanks, oh, man. yeah, four. Thanks. Okay, that makes so much sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. Um. Yeah, I've lived here a long time, so obviously I know some Japanese. I wouldn't say I'm fluent. Uh, I still have about a, a bunch of bumps, and and you know. Here and there. Um, it's two-part difficult for me. One, I'm lazy, so I don't always study as much as I should. And two, uh, because I'm an English teacher, I you know, I usually interact with English a lot with all of my students. And 
um, other people that I talk with in the schools because there are a lot of other English teachers. Um, they're Japanese, but they speak English. Um, the average person does not speak English, but you run across people who do. So sometimes people will just run up to me on the street and start asking me, Oh, hello. Where, where are you from? What's your name? Do you like sushi? <laughs> like all these other interview questions. Um, but yeah, uh, of course you got to use Japanese. All right. There you, there you go. go. <laughs> there's the answer. All right. <sighs> Have you uh there must be people that are just um Yeah, let's not get into it. Who cares? Uh, okay. <laughs> I got everybody wondering. Nah, it just it was Where is this going to go? I was just going to go to a stupid place, but it just doesn't make any sense. Okay, well, in Canada. Stupid place is what people are listening. Oh, it, 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 this is Okay, so this is how stupid it was going to be, okay? Right. In Canada, for instance, there are people who refuse to speak anything other than French. They refuse to mm-hmm. bend on English at all and stick to only French. So you have to, like, if they they go to a restaurant or whatever, people, you got to have somebody there that knows how to speak French or they will okay. kick up a storm. And stupid me was going to ask you, are there people like that in Japan? But it's Japan. It's their own friggin' country. It's not a multicultural society like we have here in Canada. So it doesn't make any sense. So that's why it was going to be a stupid question. That is a stupid question. And why I stopped myself and said, Mm. you know, this is going to go, let's just move on. But instead you made me say it out loud and now I sound stupid to everybody. So thank you. No, thank no, you for that gift. Legitimate. My neighbor, he comes up to me. Mr. Tanaka comes up to me all the time and he just refuses to speak anything but French. Ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. No, I mean, Japan, I don't know how it is in Canada, but like, of course, Japan has an established national language. Right. Japanese. Yeah. Right. America doesn't. English is technically not the national language. It's just the main language. But there, it's not on paper as being a national language. Uh, does Canada have like English or French? Both. Is it one designated? Both. It's just both, both. languages. Yep. Okay. So you, yeah. So you have to do that. Yeah. Like uh, when Trudeau, uh, our prime minister, uh, sends out a tweet, he always sends it in English and in French. Uh, Does all, your prime minister have to be fluent in both? It certainly is that, helps. Is that an, is that it an abs- issue? It's it's very hard to not get. It's very hard to get elected if you do not speak French. So so it's not just like regular people in the streets. Like in politics too. Yeah. There's a lot of like French speakers yep. or English speakers and yeah. Yeah. A lot of, like Quebec is a you, huge you part gotta, of our population. You always right, got to so. print everything double sided, English on one, French on the other. It's usually half and half. Yeah. yeah. Like I'll but, yeah, pick up anything random problems. in here. There'll uh, be French yeah. on it. Oh, well, maybe not that thing. Yeah, I got a copy of that Trailer Park Boys movie up there, and it's it's got the French on it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Weird. But I mean, they do the same thing in the states. There's any government office you go to, they got the English, they got the Spanish. Yeah. But they do that here too. So like all the street signs. Uh, They'll, they'll be Japanese, and then they'll be English, Chinese, and Korean. Yeah. I, I have a feeling that English is going to eventually just take over everything. Just it is. How globally, like, global we've become, you know? 
if if you live outside of a, an English speaking country and you want to do business internationally, you've got to have somebody on your staff that speaks English. You got to be able to communicate like that. And it's really uh, a de- and then not the best language because there's so many. I mean, there's got to be better. English languages. has a lot of bizarre rules. Yeah. So it's, and too many it's words. Supposed to be one of the, it's they, supposed to be one of the more difficult languages to learn if it's not your native language, just because there are so many like contradictory rules or special cases, and we got our stupid pronunciation with silent letters, and you know sometimes it's like this, sometimes it's like that. And I, I can't imagine like all those words that sound the same but are mean two different things, you know, like which, you know, like that's just a weird. Two two meanings to that word. I, I can't imagine someone trying to learn the language and like when you say well, it's which like way to go, and they're imagining that uh, you know a, a green woman with a black hat on. You know. Yeah, but it's like that in other languages. They have words that have multiple meanings, different spellings. You know. There's got to be the a, a language though that does it the best. Oh, Newspeak. <laughs> Newspeak is the best. Newspeak. Uh, Until 1984 runs around. Yeah. That's double plus ungood. What was the what was the latest one? The tender age cages. Tender age cage. That, that just that's just. What a, website a, are you visiting? What is this? That's that like, does not sound real. T- tender the tender age. No tender age. Yeah, no, they were. Uh, it was uh, the border dispute. What border dispute? The the whole right. well, well, arresting they, immigrants and everything and separating the kids and the kids were on that now, aren't they? Big time, yeah. But the kids were were not. Put in baby cages, they were put in tender age cages. Oh yeah, that makes it so much better. Yeah, Call it what age. you want. Oh yeah, oh, yeah no, uh, Trump did a complete 180 on that, and still blaming the Democrats for everything because <laughs> that's what he does, you know. Makes I actually um, printed one of his tweets. It might have been that one um, for a lesson I was doing the other day. Oh, uh, yeah, you might like this wet this uh, Twitter account. That uh, they they go through and they correct all of Trump's tweets, <laughs> like gram- like all the grammar errors and everything, uh, like the commas he well, missed and that. To be fair, communicating on Twitter, uh, grammar is not the. I know, but you're the president. Uh, yeah, I get it. You're the I get president. It. You should have somebody proofreading your stuff. You know. Uh, they don't. Not his personal account. They only tweet about once a day, so I can't. I can't remember. Let's see. Uh, don't make me search stuff. Can't remember the name of it. That is that is a bad habit we've picked up on this podcast for the past. I know. Twelve episodes or so. I know. This googling segment. I know. It's pretty bad. That's what happens when we deviate from the outline. All this like free thinking and like, oh, what do you think about this? Oh, I gotta look that up. <laughs> well, the truth is, I don't. Script. I don't have much for this episode, so I'm trying to delay getting <laughs> to the outline as long as possible. Yeah, we got a lot of stuff. I, right. I got some questions for you. Here okay, let's go with it. Steam sale is rolling. Just yep. started. Uh, I, I was waiting because I saw all the. You know, headlines of like, oh, the the release date was leaked and all that. And apparently, mm-hmm. they do this every year. Just so I, I knew it was coming, and I was waiting to see what time it would start. And of course, it happened while I was asleep. <laughs> Wake up in the morning, see, oh, hey, this is on sale. This is on sale. All right, time to check my wish list. Going through, and of course, I had to get that game, uh, the Axiom Verge. <laughs> Verge. Axiom Verge. Yeah. Some the French title for you. Hmm. 
So, um, so I got that game, uh, and I, I got a ton of stuff on my wish list. I was going nuts um, with my free time uh, last week, just like going over wish list, wish list, this wish list. I got like seventy things on my wish list. Mm. And of course, the sale runs around. I can't buy all this. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Even with the sale, it's like this, yeah. this is nuts. So I picked out the kind of the cream, the stuff I wanted most, and I, I picked that stuff up today. And I'm gonna revisit um, this later on before the sale ends. But I wanted to get some stuff. But as I'm getting it, I see this little bar uh, saying, uh, you know, you've accumulated enough with this purchase that you can get a a trading card. I think that was called like a mm-hmm. summer sale trading card. Yep. All right. You can t- use a trading card or build a booster pack with your previous cards and trade them for badges. And I have absolutely no idea what any of this is. Please explain the system to me. Uh, wait, uh, sorry, before you explain, uh, does any of this, short answer, does any of this contribute to my getting free games or some sort of currency to be used towards games? Yes. Okay. Now I'm interested. Please explain it to me. I don't fully understand it myself. (laughs) (laughs) You're asking the wrong person. I I clicked on a card and it's like, okay, this is one trading card. And then it says it's it's worth so many gems. Like, what does any of this mean? I don't know what the gems are. Uh, I I know you can take the cards and you can can post them on this... um, uh, auction site and people will bid on the not not really an auction site you just put it up for a certain price and people will buy them to complete sets and once they have a complete set that gives them points experience points towards leveling up their steam account is that the number like your level yeah. two level three yeah like, oh my god so if you really care about that you can do that now this the cards that you sell go into your Steam wallet, which you can use to buy games with. Now, the most you'll sell cards for is like two or three cents, maybe four cents, maybe five cents. Some might be 10 or 15 cents. So if you want to so spend only- all that time to get like a dollar off of something, then go nuts. So the only benefit of keeping those cards and booster packing and stuff is just to raise your Steam level? Yeah. Like like you're you're a level three now. Yeah. So people, people look at that and say, "Oh, I don't look know. at that guy. He's I, got you, a seven. You'd have to really care about that, I guess. I don't know. All right. I got into it a little bit uh, a couple of Steam sales ago just to find out what it was all about and just to, because I I kept getting um you know cards and that and I'm like, well, what do I do with all these? So I just started selling them off and I don't know. I think I made. I might have made a dollar or something like that and put it in the yeah. Steam wallet. And I was like, okay, but this seems like a lot of work to get to a, a buck or something, you know? Right. So I'm imagining in true card game booster pack fashion, some of these things are rare. Some of them yep. are common. Yep. So you you get a rare one, maybe sell that off, you get a little more. Yeah. Okay. Because I, I did see something on my card saying, like, common. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm guessing it's just a... a a one cent card. Yeah. yeah. And then you can, I think okay. once you get a complete set, you can go and you can build it again 
and and complete it again. So that's where those common cards, like somebody will buy them at some point. They'll, it'll also give you what the card is going for. So if it's going for five cents, you can say I want to sell it for four cents just so I can get rid of it and get my four cents. Or you can put it at six cents and wait for the card to go up, and eventually someone will like if. And people are legitimately paying like actual money yep. to get this stuff. Yep. Just for a digital picture. I mean, I suppose if you sold a bunch of cards, say you sold a bunch of cards for thirty cents, right? And then you're like, mm-hmm. okay, I sold all this for thirty cents. I'm gonna go now and I'm gonna buy thirty cents worth of cards. Then it really didn't cost you anything other than time, right? It's really a, a genius move by Steam because every time you sell something, Steam takes a cut. That's like a penny or something like that. So you got all these transactions and everything. It's like that. It's like that uh, Superman three slash uh, Office Space uh, deal where they were yeah, just taking yeah, yeah, a penny yeah. off of every interaction, and uh, they they made it. They're making a ton of dough off of this thing. Yeah. So yeah, Steam's got their system. I mean, yeah. I and that whole collecting. Garbage, you know, just collecting random garbage. You got to have the full set of this garbage. Yep. You get this, you get that. Whether it's physical stuff, digital stuff, and people just love to have that number maxed out. You got 47 out of 200. No, no, you need 200 out of 200. Yep. It's it's a brilliant move. Have fun with it, those of you that fall into that trap. I I, I went there to buy games. I got <laughs> games. Yeah. I'm playing the games. I'm sure with any of this other extra stuff. I'm sure most people, that's what they do, you know. Yeah. So for anyone who's curious, I am playing Axiom Verge. Yeah, I saw you playing Got that it. before we uh, started recording. Your thing came up that you're on the Steam and you're playing Axiom Verge, but I guess we have we can't monitoring me. Well, yeah, of course I need to. Yeah. I need to know for recording today if you're gonna bail on me or what. <laughs> Uh, so, uh. so, I guess we can't get your first impressions because that's the only impressions we're going to get on tomorrow's uh, record. What do you mean tomorrow's card? record? Tomorrow's record, or is that today's record yeah, for you? To- no, it's tomorrow. No, tomorrow for you is like uh, still a full day and a half away from me. It's still tomorrow. The sun will set only once and come up only once, so that's still tomorrow. No, me. see, for me, like I'm, I'm supposed to be in bed right now. Yeah. And then I have a full day ahead of me. Yeah. I have a full day. Yeah. And then I go to sleep, and then I wake up. Yeah. And then it's recording. Time. Okay. And you're just gonna play Axiom Verge all day tomorrow? Probably not. No. 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 I got, I'm, I'm, so, I got responsibilities. Right. So you're gonna get another 15 minutes in tomorrow, and uh, we're gonna get your first impression. Well, hey, you, you okay. want my first impressions? No. I already put it out on Twitter. That's my first impressions. It's a horrible first impression. There's way more no, to that game. No, it's an accurate first impression. It's an extremely accurate. So you're th- you, you, you take a look at uh, every every little aspect of how your character appears and what the setting looks like. Okay, and don't how get you it. Move. We're, we're going to get in trouble. We're going to get thrown off the cartridge club. Uh, say whatever I want. I play whatever I want. All right. This is our show. Say whatever we want. <sighs> Hey, it's episode 87, everybody, and yeah. I, I want to bring that up because 1987 was the year that we got RoboCop, so I, I would never bail on this episode. Very good. Thank you. All right. Anything else you want to talk about? 
Um, Robocop's gun was a modified uh, Beretta. And it, it was made outside of the United States, and it actually had to get approved by the FBI to come into the country. Did it really shoot three three rounds at a time? Uh, probably. I believe it was. Yeah, it really was a real gun. Yeah. They just you know stuffed it with blanks and everything, but it, it was a it was a massive gun because it, it was supposed to. Originally, they had some other gun, like a really big gun, an actual gun that they were going to give them. But it, you know, in the RoboCop suit, the thing just looked tiny, mm. you know, so they had to beef it up and put all these extra parts on it. So it really was a very sizable weapon. You know. I wonder why they haven't marketed it, how, you know, everyone's so gun crazy down there. You think that somebody would have actually made that gun, the RoboCop Well, gun. you can buy replicas of it. I don't know if you can actually get that, yeah. that real, because it was just a real gun with stuff on it. So. Well, that... Cool. Uh, that video that I posted yesterday about um, what is your uh, what's the game that you want that hasn't been uh, made yet? Uh, one person suggested. Spoiling it for me. I haven't seen this yet. <laughs> I mean, I recorded a video yesterday because you bailed on. Well, I didn't record it. So, uh, I made a, it's I made not a YouTube my, video. It's not in my like uh, you know recommended. Oh, oh yeah, look, you're probably look, not subscribed. You're probably not subscribed to me. That's fine. Uh, that has been a while. That's okay. Bear, bear, bear. What's your name again? Buried on. Okay, you don't have Mark. to watch the video now. We're recording a show. You can watch it later. I, I just want to. Anyways, anyways, see it. So no, can... don't watch it because I'm wearing the same shirt from yesterday. I haven't changed yet. <laughs> oh, look, you're smiling and everything. I know. This is look, what's up with that? How did you get that photo? <laughs> <clears throat> I think I was laughing. I laughed at some point during the video, so that's where I. I just clicked on that. Okay. Uh, you're, you're a whole new guy in this thumbnail. <laughs> I'm very nice on YouTube. Very nice. See, you if I be. slide over, there's your music pickups, and that's your normal face. All right. Anyways, somebody had the suggestion of making a... They wanted an open-world RoboCop game, which I thought was a pretty cool hmm. suggestion. The only thing, I think RoboCop would be slow walking around. Not my boarding. So you'd yeah. have to you'd have to get around that somehow, but driving around would be cool. Uh, they just do the um, the Ghostbusters gimmick, you know, where you you upgrade some things. Like they had the proton pack, got all those upgrades mm. and everything. You just say, "Oh, RoboCop, here we're making your legs faster." <laughs> okay, you yeah, sure, that'd be cool. Yeah, real RoboCop. Um, yeah, no, I disagree. I disagree. You don't want open world RoboCop? No, because really, um, you would have to mess around with his character so much to make it work. Because again, yeah, he is slow. Can't really climb stairs and ladders and yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah, it's not the kind of guy. Open world means you want to move around a lot, right? Yeah. Get from place to place quickly because you got oh something's happening over there, and that doesn't really fit the RoboCop character. He's he he's a parody. He's a parody of the 80s and, and America and, and all that. It's not supposed to be a video game character. Oh, you can give him the jetpack from RoboCop 3. Ugh. That would get you yeah. around. Yeah. <laughs> that could be an upgrade. Uh, all right, let's move on. Uh, oh, I, I was going to branch off into a whole other segment. Okay. I was going to say you know how hypocritical we are, but I guess I shouldn't bring that up. What, what are we hypocritical about now? Well, I, I see in your thumbnail thumbnail here you got the Ghostbusters video game. 
Uh huh. You know, we like to to rag on, uh, you know, other franchises that just keep rehashing the same old ideas and everything. But really, the Ghostbusters game did just that. They they basically just stayed within the safe confines of using what was established in the the movies. And they didn't deviate too far from that. They had to bring back all the classic locations, characters, yeah, yeah, and just kind of recycle existing characters into a new story. Yeah, well, it, if yeah, for the story, uh, absolutely. Like I, I know that that feels like a um, Ghostbusters three, but if that was the actual Ghostbusters three movie, it would be, it wouldn't be very good. Because yeah, it would be just be the same thing. Mm, They're breaking yep. out the same stuff. Oh, we gotta have the marshmallow man. We got and you know they yep. found a very contrived way to bring all that uh, stuff back. But the right. fact but, that but again, yeah, it, it was it's busting game, in. Yeah, know? it was busting into a new media, you know. And it's like okay, well, we gotta have all these things because that's what people want in this. This it's it's a you're making the transition from film to video games. So I think that's okay to do. Yeah, because I have no problem yeah. with uh, like all the Star Wars video games. Yeah, right. right? Yeah, like, like you squad and stuff. It's like, yeah, that's what I want to see. I mean, how yeah. many times have you done the trench run in uh, in a Star Wars video game? You know, right? If, from the very Any first game, Star you want to be in the snow speeder. Yeah. You want to take down that ATAT. Right now, after a while, when you do that over and over again, okay, now it's become a cliche in 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 a video game. It's been done so many times. You know, mm-hmm. how many times can you fight that Hoth battle? Every time there's you know, a new console generation. At some point, you can fight on the hot. I think, you know, you can do it on the Nintendo 64. You can do it on the GameCube. You can do it on mm-hmm. last gen. You know, the Star Wars Battlefront. Like it's just oh, the uh, Atari 2600 Empire Strikes Back. Right, That's all you did uh, the Super Nintendo one too. Right, wasn't there a snow speeder level in one of those Super Nintendo games? Uh, they, those games are so hard. I never got past like the first two levels. Yeah. So, anyways, if you're bringing it over. For the first time, like if they were to do another Ghostbusters game, and it's like, okay, you're gonna fight the Marshmallow Man again. I mean, yeah, that would be a little, a little too much, you know. Yeah. Okay. Tangent complete. All right, let's move on. Yeah, let's actually get to this thing because we're almost we're ready to wrap up here. <laughs> let's actually All talk right. about this stuff. Let's go. Okay. So yeah, I got some Steam games. What else we got here? Uh, the, the Connors. Uh, oh, the the Connors. Yeah. yeah. The so, I I just wanted to point out I was in the boat saying they could do the Hogan family thing. Mm-hmm. Looks like they're doing it. Well, I don't know if they're uh, replacing her with uh, Sandy Duncan, but no. But that that is weird though, because you you made a good point on it last time. She is the central node, you know, and it's not like uh, Valerie's family. What was she on for one season, two seasons before they got rid of her? Yeah, it was wasn't that long. Yeah, so they they still had time to grow the show, whereas this is twenty yeah. years old, yeah. you know, and then just brought it back, and then slam dunk on the on the reboot, and then you know how it it's really just a matter of how far are they going to take it? Are they actually going to kill off her character and just make it a done deal, like she cannot return, or are they going to find some way that you know, maybe down the line, if things smooth over, they can, you know, have her cameo or something. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Because those characters, yeah, it's it's the um, it's the you and Joe the situation, right? Uh, <laughs> the, right? Not all those characters always go together. Right. 
they, usually Roseanne is in the middle. Yeah, somehow. exactly. Yeah. So, well, are they going to melt? The show is Who's always going to talk to. Right. The show's always been about how this is going to affect Roseanne and how is Roseanne going to deal with this. You know, the I know everybody likes Dan, the character Dan, played by John Goodman, because they like him and he's a really good actor. And he's really good on the show, but his character alone really isn't deep enough to carry a show on on its own. Yeah, you know? like. They they probably have to shift the focus dramatically towards the kids, the new generation. Yeah, and then just have him be the you know, oh, dad's coming by for dinner. If <clears throat> if they kill off Roseanne on the show and Darlene steps in and she's the one that needs to be the mother figure to everybody, I could kind of see that working. It was her show anyways, really. Like she's the one who put it together, who brought everybody back together, and got you mm-hmm. know Wanda Sykes and Norm Macdonald and everything to write for the show. So. You know, she's basically the showrunner, so I could kind of, maybe that would work, maybe. Hmm. But she, you know, Darlene has always been a little bit of a misfit of herself, you know. So I don't know. We'll see, see how it works. I don't know. I'm interested to see where they go. It's it's going to be interesting though if people or when people find out that Roseanne's going to still get a cut of the show because she was a creator on that and they're still using her characters. So at, yeah. at some point they're going to have to give her some cut from the show and i wonder if there's going to be backlash from that well she might try to make nice and say well um yeah i get it but i'm donating it or maybe giving it back or maybe people just won't care i don't know yeah or maybe they just won't know or not know yeah Yeah. any one of those things can happen yeah um maybe we should jump to the other stories first because that other the okay the summer summer thing is that's a wrap thing (laughs) Okay. Let's what see. is this? Okay, so um, apparently um, Eric uh, kind of put out his own version of uh, Back That Ass Up. So uh, some of you who uh, might be new to the show, you haven't uh, been listening for a long, long time, but you uh, might have heard uh, this little sound uh, clip here. Back That Ass Up. And that is uh, Melissa, the, the Mrs. Q-Dog from the Mighty Q-Dog channel. Um, quoting uh, one of her favorite songs of all time, I believe. So, um, yeah, I don't know. She, her and Eric, that's like their, I don't know, their their song, I guess. I guess that when they met, that mm-hmm. song was playing or something. But anyways, um, so Eric, in his own way, um, he's, he started this, this new series on YouTube where he reads uh, uh, manuals for, for games. So the idea is that you went to the store, you rented a game, you're in the car, you're in the backseat of the car because mom and dad are driving you back home, and you can't wait to get home to play this game, and you're in the back seat and you're reading the manual. So he goes through the manual. And I think in that video, he uh, let a, a back that ass up slip. So I don't know. You, his own, He didn't exactly say it like, you know, word for word, but just listen for yourself and tell me if you if you hear a back that ass up in there. The Sega truck. From time to time, the Sega truck will appear on the road. By properly connecting or docking with this truck, your vehicle will earn extra capabilities. Cool. To connect with the Sega truck, approach it from behind and make contact with its rear section. 
Oh my! <laughs> would you say? Would you say that? <laughs> that is in his own way saying back that ass up. <laughs> well, if if it is going to be Eric's way, yeah, that's the way he would word it. Uh, it's got. Let's listen to that one more time just to make sure. So he's talking about the game Action Something on the Sega Master System. Action. I don't know. It's a car. It's a car oh, game. Who cares? Get to the cliff. All right. <laughs> the Sega Truck. From time to time, the Sega truck will appear on the road. By properly connecting or docking with this truck, your vehicle will earn extra capabilities. Cool. To connect with the Sega truck, approach it from behind and make contact with its rear section. Hmm. Can you look good when you approach it from the rear and make contact with that section? Approach it from Doesn't behind quite roll and make contact with its rear section. Approach it from behind and make contact with its rear section. Let's see. Let's put... <laughs> Back that ass up. Approach it from behind and make contact with its rear section. Back that ass up. Approach it from behind and make contact with its rear section. I don't know. I think it kind of works. Let's let's give it the back that ass up test. Mm-hmm. Approach it from behind and make contact with its rear section. <laughs> Approach it from behind and make contact with its rear section. Doesn't exactly fit, but it there in some strange way it does. It kind of fits. I'd say it absolutely does. Hmm. That, mm. Yeah. I, I think you found the theme song for the oh. the C three meetup. <laughs> could be, could be. Yeah. You know, I actually heard that song the other day in uh, Best Buy, and there is two versions of that song. There is um, back that ass up, and then there is back that thing up, which I guess is the more politically correct radio edit version so they'll say back that thing up but uh yeah i was in best buy the other day and it was like the over like the the radio inside best buy it wasn't like someone playing it on uh, a piece of stereo equipment or whatever and it was that <laughs> song with the mfs in it and everything i just thought that was very weird it's just really yeah they, they didn't edit that down no nothing it was like the huh. the raw tune right there huh. yeah wow it Sign of the times, man. Yeah. Sometimes that happens here. Uh, like a lot of, I'll go into some mom and pop shoe store, and they'll be playing like rap music with, you know, just yeah, the, the actual lyrics and everything, and it, like nobody knows, like, like around here nobody knows, so that's how they right. get away with it. But I figured, is that like the the millennials are are taking over? And well, there's always been like uh, the, like you'd go to a, a summer event or something, and they'll they're playing "Blister in the Sun," which is a song about masturbation, right? But nobody, you know, it's it's all double entendre, so people don't really think of it. They just think, oh, you're out in the sun having fun, you're getting blisters on your feet or something, you know. But uh, the, a song like that, it's out and out, like no, back that ass up, you know. There's, I don't know, there's no way around of, yeah. Anyways, there you go. Fun times in Canada. Yeah. So there you go. Okay. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, Found Footage Fest. You may recall Found Footage Fest from the when I used to put those little intros on top at, at the beginning of the um, of the show, and there would be a whole bunch of different little clips, audio clips, and everything. And I, I discovered this YouTube channel, Found Footage Fest, and they were just uh, a goldmine for all these uh, bizarre, weird audio clips. And that. So, just to give you a, an example of uh, something from from that, here's um, here's Cybersex. Just so so new people know what I'm talking about. So here's Cybersex from Found Footage Fest.
You've heard of computer sex, but is there really such a thing? Absolutely. Having sex with an online partner is easy to learn. I'll show you how to reach a cyber sex climax. We'll also visit others who have mastered the art of one-handed typing. So let's get started. So I'm just kind of going to get a general idea of who's here, what's going on. Now let's see if we can find someone interested in having a little cyber sex. I'm going to put, I'm very horny. And I'm looking for some good cyber sex. <laughs> Are you interested? Okay. And click send and wait for a response. <laughs> <laughs> and he puts yes with lots of s's approach it from behind and make contact with its rear section <laughs> lots of s's yes with lots of s's anyway so that that site um or that youtube channel uh it turns out that uh the, the two guys that run it are um, writers for The Onion, which is a satirical uh, paper that posts mm. a lot of articles now online. They used to actually have a paper itself, but now most of their stuff is online. And they're mm -hmm. friends with David Cross from Arrested Development, uh, the guy who plays uh, Tobias. Mm -hmm. And he is the guy who actually introduced these two guys to all of these uh, VHS tapes that were going around between uh, comedians at clubs and, and, and that. So uh, himself and uh, a few other comedians would collect these VHS tapes. And because they were traveling a lot, they would, uh, you know, they would go to like a new area like Tennessee or something like that. And people would have like different uh, uh, tapes from, from that area. And, and David Crossack just built this huge collection of tapes and, People knew that he was into it, and they would uh, they would just drop tapes off at his desk, at his office, and you have no idea who they were or, or who the you know the people just drop these random VHS tapes, and you'd watch it and it'd be like this weird infomercial from Tallahassee or or whatever, right? So that's how he built this huge collection, and he took them all and he put them onto DVD, and he gave it to these two Onion writers, and that is where uh, they started taking all. Uh, of the of the stuff on DVD and cutting it down and making it into more bite-sized videos on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And recently, you know, they've been pulling back the curtains, letting people know what's going on. They've been doing um, live uh, shows where they would actually play the clips and they would talk about it a, a little bit. So um, they're you know they're about an hour long or whatever, but uh, they would talk where where the the stuff was would come from, what's what the origin is uh, of these clips, and uh, play a lot of stuff that wouldn't. Uh, work as just a YouTube clip without any sort of buildup or explanation of what's going on. So it's been pretty funny uh, finding finding more and more stuff. And they actually had David Cross himself on uh, playing some of his favorite uh, clips. So I just found that was that was interesting. That you know I I just found this this site randomly, and uh, it's not you know it doesn't really have that big of a following considering. You know, you got two Onion writers and, and David Cross involved. I think they're only at like 10,000 subs or something like that. Yeah, they're at uh, 15,000. 15,000 now. So they're probably growing in popularity now that they've, you know, they have actually had David Cross on and 
have been uh, more forward of who they are. So maybe it will grow over time. But uh, I just I just thought thought that was funny that you had just started getting into Arrested Development and here David Cross pops up on this found footage fest uh, site. It's just it's a weird thing that Fandango effect. Yeah, it's bizarre, just bizarre. It's, it's uh yeah the one you're you're talking about it's called VCR Party Live. Yeah, that's their their. I know sometimes they go on for an hour, an hour and a half, or whatever. Sometimes only forty minutes, but yeah, it's pretty it's pretty good, pretty interesting. Find out where all these uh, VHS stuff come from because it's all like a lot of it's just like stuff that that's done for marketing purposes. You know, people would just uh, they would hire out uh, a local um, production company to make a video for them for you know like it would be like a local uh, burger chain or whatever so it'd be like an industri- um an introduction into um uh, how to be an employee at a certain restaurant or whatever all this stuff you know and it's just when you take it out of context and whatever it's just fun stuff to play around with yeah the um actually yeah one of the guys here is actually the did you ever see the uh chef keith video yes yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 that's it's one of the guys yeah you see it right here yeah yeah he did the he was like a fake chef on right a, on a morning uh <clears throat> tv show yeah just how to turn garbage into food and he's got people eating mashed potatoes out of ice cream cones yeah yeah stuff. yeah <laughs> that was one of his first uh i think that's one of the first videos posted on this uh this uh, youtube channel it was all the stuff that he did um but that was great. Yeah, like he would make like ice cream cones with mashed potatoes and gravy and corn for sprinkles and that. And they're like, yeah, oh, look, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> what to do with your Thanksgiving leftovers is what it was. Yeah. And he would go on these morning shows and just screw with these morning shows. But these morning shows, I, I know, man, they are just dying for content. They just need somebody on to talk for like 10 minutes before they can do the news cycle again. So yeah, and the people, the people in there, they they kind of have that look in their eye, like, yeah. is is this for real? But they got to go through with it because yep. they're in the segment, and he's got them eating garbage. Yeah, they don't, <laughs> and they TV. don't vet, they don't vet any of this stuff, right? It's all stuff taken mm. on recommendations from, like, a, a mm. publishing company would have. Oh, we got we got this book. We have this author. We're trying to get him on a show to promote his book, and they don't vet who the person actually is. They just throw him on air and just start talking about him. So that's how mm. they get around all this stuff. It's yeah. Yeah, and those segments are so fast, it's like, yep. you know, they don't have time to... Nope. And it's live TV. You're, you know, you're going to call the yep. guy out right in front of everybody. You're just going to get through this segment, you know, as fast <laughs> as you can. That's so. good stuff. Everybody should watch that. Uh, Chef Keith. Yeah. That's fun. All right, that's it. I'm out of material. Hey. i got yeah. nothing else. Well, we're out of time. Yeah. We're good. Um, the car chase episode of Film Dango is coming at some point is it go ahead say, say it again yes well it, it's well we would have recorded it yesterday point. but you bailed on well, hey, you bailed you know <laughs> got my got my reasons all right that, no, no i'm not gonna i'm not gonna tease you for that i'm not gonna tease you for that got my reasons yeah. i'm feeling much better now that's good but uh french connection bullets smoky and the bandits yes got the and right I'm, title and you should have point. you have the movie, right? You got it? I I have all three movies. All right. Excellent. Uh yeah, so look for that at some point, but it may not be right away because we're taking a summer hiatus now, starting hi- right now. No, hiatus is a little little too harsh of a word. We are no. switching to alternate summer programming. 
So there'll uh, still okay. be something for and you to enjoy. And whose fault is that? Who's bailing on the next three weeks? I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna pull at everybody's heartstrings for understanding because, I, and I'm gonna I'm gonna dip into the well of my father dying, my father passing away, and I have to go and help my mommy move uh, to her new home. So next month is going to be busy for me. So there you mm-hmm. go. So now you can't uh, bust my chops. Ah, yep. You played that card. Played it. Played it well. You, all right. I gotta, I gotta take Fair care enough. of the fam. Gotta take care of the fam. But I am Fair. available to record something while I'm there. It's just that you would have to deal with making sure that it's recorded, that the show okay. is recorded, and editing it, mm-hmm. and posting it. Mm. <laughs> or if you give me Dude, the, the po- stuff, the, the posting is like the worst part. If you give me the stuff, I'm. I, I, I can do it. It's I like can the do most that. boring part. It is. It's very it's just busy it's work. Tedious. It is. If you give me all the material, if you give me the edited show and the thumbnails, then I can post it. I can I'm do still that. Still doing those thumbnails. You got to do it, man. People love yeah. the thumbnails. It's just not a podcast unless you have a thumbnail to go with it. Eesh. We're gonna switch formats on the thumbnails, and we're just gonna have the number. <laughs> Name Look, and number. You're in charge of that thumbnail, so you do whatever you want with it. I, right. I you have a uh, reputation. Approval. You have a reputation as an elite thumbnail uh, designer. Oh uh, people look forward to them. They enjoy your thumbnails a lot, and I would say you are um, about three steps ahead of any other podcast when it comes to thumbnails. But if you want to let that go and not be number one anymore, and you want to Step down and let someone else take over that uh, reins. I gotta admit, I, I got skills when it comes to googling PNGs. You have to keep that going, man. You gotta keep that going. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so then, what do our listeners have to look forward to for the next three weeks, then? Well, I don't know if I should. Should I announce? Well, I guess so. Why not? Just let people know what's coming up. So, Sarah and I recorded. Um, a series of um, uh, mixed tapes, I guess, if you will, uh, where we talk about uh, Live Aid from 1985. So this was a big uh, concert where a bunch of uh, groups uh, came together to uh, raise money to fight uh, famine in Africa. And uh, I, I was going to edit it down to just uh, one episode, but uh, it I, I got three out of it because I decided to stick with it and put in all the um, commentary and a lot of the music because a lot of the music is important and I want people to to hear it and enjoy and maybe reminisce a little bit about 1985 and Live Aid. So uh, I don't know if we're going to run it three weeks in a row. We could do a film dango. We could do a fan dango somewhere mm-hmm. in between, but there will be at least two of them will run and maybe the third one later or something. Okay, well let me know beforehand because I'm planning on taking a hiatus during your hiatus. So I, I might even be off Twitter and stuff for a while. Oh my goodness. Well yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna sit down and play my Steam games. Hey, why not? Do it. But you might you know what? <clears throat> 
You hmm. should play Axie hey, Verge um, after we record yeah, the CC podcast. Yeah. You should sit down and play that game. After we record the yeah, podcast. Yeah, after we do it. He's like, yeah, I'm going to play that game now. Three-word review. Sounds like fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Yo. Yeah. Well, hey, um, by the way, people out there, if you have the Steam, uh, look me up because if I end up buying a multiplayer game, someday I might actually want to multiplay Whoa. some of these games. Jeez. I think I have like two Steam friends. Oh, I'm one of them. Yeah, and all you do is monitor me. I do. Make sure. Well, like I said, I want to make sure if we're going to record <laughs> today or not. I okay. have to know. I don't have your, I can't text you. I can't. Um, you you can got, Twitter, Twitter, twatter me. Yeah, but you gotta wait for you to get to the computer before yeah. that, uh, before you see any of that. Yeah. So, you know. What's wrong with that? Nothing. Nothing. I access my computer every day. It just lets me know that you're at the computer and I can contact you. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. All right. So. Just don't contact me while I'm playing my games. All right, so we should probably talk about what our schedule will be after uh, we sign off. So let's make sure we have time for that and sign off now. Say goodbye to everybody. Okay. All right. Okay. See you next time, everybody. Make sure you tune in for episode 88 of Retro Fandango. Long-time listeners might know that part of my psychological disorder (laughs) involves numbers. So if you've been paying attention. Yeah, this is it. Episode four, episode eight, all the way to eighty-eight. If you, and you know what, you if, are gonna be so let down. If you could remember what Richard Richard's uh, uh, thing is, don't go back and listen to it. I want someone yeah, who can no actually cheating. remember it. Remember what it is. Uh, what the Do- eight? What's special about eight eight? Just let us know in the uh, in the form. Well, nobody knows about eighty-eight. All they know is that the, you guessed the number a while back, but nobody knows what it is. Oh, I I think you mentioned it on the show right after I. Right Did after. I? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Oh, then build up for nothing. Been waiting four years for this announcement. <laughs> yeah, no, you mentioned it. Uh, on one of those episodes, I'm not going to tell people which one. But if you can remember what well, it did is. I, did I tell you? I'm pretty sure you said it on the show. Pretty sure. Oh. Because okay. uh, that's I'll the only way again. things stick in my head, you know. Okay. We'll talk about it again on eighty on episode eighty eight, but go. Yeah. Uh, is that it? Is that it? We're done. Did you do everything? Yes, that's it. Okay. Thank you, everybody. Follow Retro Fandango on Twitter, Retro underscore Fandango. Go to iTunes. Go to Stitcher. Go to Podbean. Wherever you find this show. Click the like button, say something nice about us, and tell people about the show so they can tune in to hear me talk about number 88 and why it irks me so uh, and have no idea what's going on. And then go over to cartridgeclub.org and comment in the forums, episode 87, say something about RoboCop, uh, and tell us what you think about all the stuff we talked about today. Mm, Steam. Roseanne. Approach it from behind and make contact with its rear section. Yeah, where, Mm. you know, get those kind of audio clips. There you go. By the way, thank you, Derek from Two Dorks, for pointing that, uh, me in the direction of 
approach it from behind and make contact with its rear section. Very good. You got to watch your back, Dean, because Derek stepping on your toes oh. there. <laughs> For sure. Dean used to be the the tech guy. He he'd take care of everything. Now, yep. Derek's stepping in. Yep. He's always the one there to comment, to post, to point people in the right direction, to suggest things, to provide links. Yep. All right. Is that it? We done? Yeah, that's it. Goodbye, everybody. All right. Goodbye. See you in uh, August, maybe. Who knows? I think we should do a... There'll be something. There'll be a little something in between. We can't just run three episodes of that back to back to back. We, we can do dead silence and make everybody wonder what has happened. What's going on behind the scenes? How come we don't hear from these guys? I wonder, Are they the next podcast to just disappear into nothingness? How many weeks do you think we could go by without posting an episode before people would notice? We'll get a comment after one week from the diehards. Two people. Uh, and then maybe two or three weeks, everybody else will start catching on. Um, but then people will just stop caring. Yeah, about a month, right? And then everyone will forget. Everyone will forget and they'll listen to another podcast. Yeah. Hey, this podcast, they're talking about... New... I don't care. All right. They're going to... Fading out here. All right, let's say goodbye. Fading. All right. It's late. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Approach it from behind and make contact with its rear section. Approach it from behind. Back that ass up. Then make contact with its rear. Back that ass up. Approach it from behind. Back that ass up. Then make contact with its rear. Back that ass up. Approach it from behind. Back that ass up. Then make contact with its rear. Back that ass up. Approach it from behind. Back that ass up. Then make contact with its rear. Back that ass up. Then make contact with its rear section. 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 That's what Knight Rider did. <laughs> All right. So you get to the the truck. That's which, true. Which I've heard. God, I've, I've heard that is not possible. It isn't. I think MythBusters did something on that. I think. Why would it not be possible though? Uh, because the I think it was the angle that the back would come down. Oh, yeah, I could see that because yeah, I mean, if you're driving fast enough, you could get traction. If there's a ramp down. If if it would guess, lift up and go into the truck, I think it would be possible. But for the... Yep. Because the ramp was only the, the height of the, the back, right? Mm-hmm. So that would come down, and then the car would have to get up onto that ramp. And I think that... But Kit, Kit is a magic car. That is true. And he has turbo boost he's not capabilities. Magic. He's, he's robotic. It's a magic car. It's not magic. He's uh, science, yeah. sci-fi, science fiction. There's science fiction behind that. It's his magic in that car. All right, you. Hey, you know what the you know what the Japanese title of Smokey and the Bandit is? Please tell me. Wait, should you? Toranzan Amasen. You should save that for. Oh, I said it already. Yeah. Okay, forget I said that. I don't know if I stopped recording yet or not. <laughs> okay, well, it doesn't matter. We already ended the show. This yeah. is. This is this all is bonus. exclusive content. This is extra. This is Patreon. Patreon? Stuff. We should lock this behind a Patreon wall. 
Oh, yeah. I don't think we should. <laughs> okay, I'm going to stop recording now. And there you go.